I always say when, you know, somebody's willing to give you, they're your friend, they care about what's best for you, and they're willing to give you that tough love, that is a really special person that you need to hold on to. And you need to be very careful about how you respond to those people when they give you that advice because they may never give it to you again. You know, the people who truly want what's best for you and will tell you what you don't want to hear. That is a very rare person. Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey to unlock the secrets of living life to the fullest. In this podcast, we dive deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. If you're a business owner feeling trapped, overwhelmed, and longing for the time freedom you once dreamt of, this podcast is your beacon of hope. Buckle up, because here we go. What's going on, gang? On today's episode, I want to talk about why you shouldn't listen to anyone about anything ever. <laughs> That's only said a little tongue-in-cheek, but what I find certainly in my own life and since I've been a professional coach is when folks come to me and say, you know, but so-and-so is, you know, poo-pooing my idea for XYZ reason. And I was writing in my business journal this morning and realized I had been writing about this topic for quite some time. So I compiled it into 10 tips or 10 topics that come up when you are discussing your business with anyone else. And I think it also speaks to why masterminds are so important. But I narrowed it down to 10. And uh, most of these aren't even in the book. They're things that I've just been notating as I go along um, in coaching calls and realizing that, you know, right now my clients range from Denmark to Austria to Costa Rica to Australia and a bunch of the states. And uh, we all experience the same thing. And so let's dive right in, talk about confirmation bias, you know, why people, you know, they support ideas that align with their beliefs. And most people, it's not their fault, but most people don't recognize the influence of their personal beliefs when they offer advice to you or to anyone else, because whatever they're talking about is going to align with their existing beliefs. And it creates a confirmation bias that you know, limits the, let's say, the diversity of their perspectives uh, when they're making a decision. And that's one of the dangers of surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals if, here's the caveat, if those individuals are not where you want to be. And I think about a good friend of mine who he has a lot of ideas, but the people around him, they're just not idea people. <laughs> you know, it's, it sounds terrible, but, you know, they, they go to work, they come home from work, and then that's it. So when you're discussing some new idea or some new venture – they're definitely not going to give you well-rounded advice. You know, you're you're operating within a bubble of people that reinforce their own existing biases. And that's also what hinders their personal and professional growth. So you know, I think acknowledging that and actively seeking diverse viewpoints or at least viewpoints that are where you want to go. You know, it's why I don't listen to trolls on the internet. If you're not where I want to be, I don't care necessarily about your opinion. Doesn't, doesn't carry a lot of weight. So that's number one. Um, and fear of losing connections. I do talk about this a lot in the book. And I often say that the reason, you know, people want you to do well, but not better than them. That would be the meme version of that. 
And the reason is they're afraid of being left behind. And even if you're striving, if you're, if you're creating a gap between you and them, their innate fear is that you're going to succeed. You're going to move. You're going to forget about them. You're not going to be a friend. They're not going to be loved. You know, we all, everything boils down to, you know, avoid pain and gain pleasure, right? And that sense of love and belonging is part of every conversation, whether it's a friend, it's a business associate, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, you have to examine that. You have to look at the impact of those personal connections and how personal relationships inadvertently influence the advice given because they fear jeopardizing that connection. And if they give you any kind of candid advice or guidance, it potentially compromises that. So they are not going to give you necessarily exactly what you want to hear. That's why I always say when, you know, somebody's willing to give you, they're your friend, they care about what's best for you, and they're willing to give you that tough love, that is a really special person that you need to hold on to. And you need to be very careful about how you respond to those people um, when they give you that advice that you're not, you don't shut that down in them because they may never give it to you again. And I've found those people to be very rare. You know, the people who care about you truly want what's best for you and will tell you what you don't want to hear. That is a very rare person. Um, you know, and people fear outgrowing those relationships. They, it creates a hesitancy in giving objective advice. And if you, even if you highlight the importance of maintaining that open communication, and if you can evolve those connections alongside personal and professional growth, it can still be a real challenge. So uh, third one I wrote down was the the love loss dilemma. You know the fear of not being loved when achieving success, and it's it's you have to analyze the psychological impact of success because it triggers a fear in a lot of people. It's and we'll go back to the trolls, but when when you see people on you know, Instagram or Facebook or you know read the comments on an ad <laughs> where typically, and this is going to pigeonhole, but like typically I think of like a. 50 to 60 year old white guy in white Velcro New Balance going, get off my feed, you know, because it's, it triggers that ad, that stretch, that thing triggers something in that individual that they're not doing or didn't do in their life. And there's a psychological impact of that when you're talking to anyone and kind of maintaining that healthy balance and understanding what that, what that looks like. Then there's strategies for addressing that. I talk about that a lot, you know, the fostering open communication, again, and setting real, realistic expectations, you know, that really becomes crucial for people that are navigating that intersection of personal relationships and business success when you're, certainly when you're talking to friends or family or those close to you. Uh, sometimes it's just, this is number four I wrote down, was just plain jealousy. It's just competitive friendships and this unspoken jealousy in business circles and I see, I think it was Dan Martell um, wrote the other day, you know, the, the people at the top are collaborating. It's it's all the people at the bottom that are fighting for the scraps. And man, is that true? Like, I mean, I talk with business owners every day um, as interviews for this show in particular and in my mastermind groups. And they're so willing. The, the people truly at the top of their game are so willing to share information and they understand the concept that, the pie is big enough, you know, that there's not, you're not stealing from them. They don't have to take from you to, to improve their life or have more income or have, you know, whatever the thing is. And that's not necessarily true in your immediate circle, you know, and recognizing signs of jealousy. I saw, I think it was Hormozy put up the other day, you know, if someone says must be nice, they're not your friend. (laughs) 
they, if they don't understand what it takes to have that comment even come out of their mouth, must be nice. You know, pro- probably not the people that you want to be surrounding yourself with. And there's a lot of strategies for fostering that healthy communication and mutual growth and, you know, where we all bring each other along. And that's certainly what I see in my business circles, but that wasn't always the case. And that wasn't, you know, it took me a long time to learn that, that there are people out there and there are groups out there that want what's best for you, period. They understand that giving you their best stuff just makes all of us better. So something to think about. Number five, balancing support and competition. And I, I wrote this one down because, you know, so again, some people want you to succeed, but not outshine them. I want you to do well, just not better than I'm doing. And there's a real delicate balance between supporting and competing and navigating that with colleagues and pursuing personal success without overshadowing others it requires that open dialogue and and truly a shared commitment to the mutual growth of the both of you or the group of you, whatever that thing looks like. You know, you can have that supportive and collaborative business environment. It's having creating that environment where individuals can thrive collectively and contribute to the success of the entire team. That is exactly what a mastermind is. That's why I'm in masterminds. That's why Tammy and I are creating our mastermind right now and taking applications for it. You know, it starts in February because those groups exist and you you have to either build the one that you want or find the one that you want, but they're out there. Hey gang, it's Roderick and I hope you're enjoying today's show. What I've found as a lifelong entrepreneur, and certainly in coaching other entrepreneurs around the world for the last 20 years, is that we all pass through five phases on our business journey, from the believer to the business Buddha. You need the first two, you want the last two, but sadly, most of us get stuck in the middle and start the cycle over, some of us forever. Knowing where you are reveals a clear path for where you need to go. I've created a free quiz that when answered honestly, will tell you where you currently are, but most importantly, will reveal your next steps. You can take the quiz right now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash quiz. This has taken me 20 years of in the trenches trial and error to develop, and it's designed to change the way you look at your business and your life forever. Are you the showman? Are you the anxious philosopher? Maybe you're the peaceful warrior. There's only one way to find out. Take the free quiz now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash quiz and see where you land. The results may shock you. Now back to the show. You know, rising above your peers, there's these, that's number six, there's these unwritten societal expectations and rules um, around success that create challenges when people want to rise above the people around them. And if you address those openly, you can, again, have a more inclusive and supportive culture around you. And again, a lot of strategies for navigating that success without alienating people. You know, some, there are some people who there's, they had a, like the Cole always says, you know, they had a season in your life and you might remember the version of them that was five or 10 years ago, but you just moved on. There's people, you are going to move on from people and people are going to move on from you. And we all, we all aren't at the same pace of growth and we all don't have the same goals. So it's impossible to be in lockstep with everyone around you all the time. Ego and business advice, this is a big one uh, that I've seen certainly come up recently. And that's where, you know, personal pride kind of it 
thwarts you from giving objective guidance to people. Um, either you're giving it to them or they're giving it to you. And if you can look at the impact of ego where it really influences the quality, certainly of business advice you get, because it, it clouds objectivity, it's that's you have to have self-awareness and humility is the key to you know, mitigating the negative impact of that on that person's personal pride or your personal pride if you're if you're looking at this honestly and strategies there for you know seeking feedback and remaining open <laughs> to constructive criticism it goes back to not shutting down that person who wants what's best for you and gives you that tough love you have to be open to it and that begins with identifying who you want criticism from you know i don't want i don't care what the troll on the internet says i care what my close business associates or my coach or people that I know, love and trust that I've known for a long time, you know, it matters to me what they say. And, and that objective and incredibly valuable advice is something that you shouldn't take lightly. Um, number eight, I wrote down the crab mentality. And if you picture crabs <laughs> here at the ocean and, and there's, they're clawing up the rocks, right? And you see the, the crab at the bottom pulling the other ones down man, that hits home. You know, it's that phenomenon where uh, people pull you down out of jealousy or competition and it kills everyone's progress. And if you recognize and address this, um, it's, it's vital for your success and your growth and making sure you do everything you want to do in this life and not letting others pull you down because of their own fears and their own negativity. And it's just one of those things, again, that you have to, you have to develop strategies around that and Put yourself on the right rock with the right crabs <laughs> if, we're, if we're using the crab analogy still. Number nine, I wrote down fear of losing control. And that's really power dynamics. And that's more, I would say more corporate only because personally, I've been either an entrepreneur or solopreneur. I focus with business owners who are either working by themselves or under five employees. I've never been a corporate guy. Um but some of the folks I coach are, and it's the the advice, say, your boss gives you because they don't, good bosses, <laughs> good leaders understand that making everyone better underneath them is better for them. And then we've all, you know who I'm talking about when I say this, you know, we've all experienced, you're picturing that person, right? We've all experienced that person who doesn't necessarily give you everything you need to know for fear of them being taken down a notch or you taking their job. And there's a lot of people out there that don't want to be the boss. They just want to do a really good job for the boss. And good leaders understand that and they help develop those people. And if, if they're a better leader than you, you should probably find something else to do and let them take that role. That's better for the organization. It's better for you. It's better for them. It's literally better for everyone. And it promotes more of that you know, collaborative and inclusive decision-making process. And that creates, certainly in the corporate environment, a culture where those diverse perspectives are valued. And it's irrespective of whatever the hierarchical position is of the person that's giving you the advice. Hidden agendas the motives behind well-intentioned yet biased people, you know, it just underscores the importance of evaluating your counsel, evaluating who you're going to for advice and discerning genuine guidance from advice with underlying motives. And this can be a really, really hard one with close friends and family. It's why I wrote a whole chapter in the book about it. And again, it's 
your wife is going to give you different advice knowing that she has to live with you or that she doesn't want to move states or that she doesn't want to have yet another business venture than someone who just wants to see you succeed. There's skin in the game. And that's the power of a coach. You know, if you have somebody on the outside looking in that has nothing but your best interest at heart, A, that can be difficult to find. But B, think of the power behind that when you're getting completely unbiased advice. And there are no hidden agendas. You know, if if there's well-intentioned advice from somebody you know, there's there's always something else there. And they can't help it. They're not doing it maliciously most times. And it's really about promoting that transparency and honesty. And it's, you know, things Nicole and I talk about in the partnerpreneur segments where it's the professional relationship that builds that trust and ensures that the advice you're given is is genuine in intention and it, there is no hidden agenda. So those are 10 tips for today, a snowy Tuesday in the mountains. And I hope you can use those to, I think the overall summary here is just paying close attention to your circle, what that circle looks like, the old chestnut, you are the average of your five closest friends. Take a hard look at the people around you and say, do I want to be each of those people? And if not, uh, maybe it's time to reconsider some things. Certainly reconsider who you're going to for advice and what that advice might look like. Always in your corner, if I can ever help, if I can ever give you any impartial advice, I am a phone call or email away. And I also want to bring up uh, the quiz. We just launched the quiz, depending on when you listen to this. But if you go to milliondollarflipflops.com slash quiz, it will help you identify exactly where you are on your journey as an entrepreneur. So I always say it's like going on a road trip with absolutely no map and no idea where you're going and you have no idea where you're starting and no idea where you're going to end. Well, that seems silly. And the quiz helps you get there. So, and it's free. There's there's nothing to buy. You don't even have to opt in to get the result. How about that? So anyway, until next time, friends, we will see you on the journey. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode make you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes. Go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops. Until next time.